What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. Man, I got a special guest in the building today. We go back, I don't know how many years. Miss Courtney Cameron is in the building. <laughs> how are you, ma'am? I'm good. It's good, good to see you. I know. Good to good. see you, too. Good to see you, too. How long has it been? Man, okay, what was that? 20, 2012? Yes. 2012, 2013? Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. First so of all, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing good. You good? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, way better. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, I mean, like, your your mental health, like, in, in general. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, a lot of people have seen the situation, but since then, it's improved dramatically okay 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 <laughs> in the words of cardi b <laughs> drastically <laughs> since i oh yeah so, okay yeah. so mm-hmm. we're we gonna get to all of all of the bullshit we'll get to that later but i want um i want people to get to know who courtney is mm-hmm. where, where are you from courtney originally from minneapolis twin cities really minnesota yeah, okay yeah, yeah. how long did you live in uh, minneapolis to like like 15 16 and then i ended up moving to jacksonville in florida really yeah okay yeah okay do you have any like siblings any brothers sisters yeah, i got one brother my main family's in jacksonville he moved back to minneapolis so yep one one brother a whole slew of cousins in chicago okay <laughs> what was growing up in um in minneapolis like awesome really yeah I heard it's like super cold out there it's like it's cold but it's diverse like you get a really? little bit of everything it's Asians, it's, it's Ethiopians, it's Eritreans, it's Muslims. It's, our school was so crazy. Really? It's the most diverse, most diverse place I've ever lived. And I've lived in L.A., Florida. So Man. it was dope. It was dope. Okay. The and then at what age did you go to Jacksonville? Like 16 to 17. Okay. Like junior, yeah, junior high school. Junior, okay. Mm-hmm. And was it like a culture shock moving to Jacksonville? Yes. <laughs> I couldn't even understand what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, what? Excuse me, what language is this? <laughs> okay, so, yeah, but it was it's still dope. Okay, and all your family is still in Jacksonville. Main family, mom and dad. Everybody else is back in Minneapolis and back in Chicago. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. man. It does any of your siblings or any of them like in entertainment or anything like that? No. They're super uh, private. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean private? They're super private. Religious, you know, all that good stuff. You know, really? they're, they're off the scene and they're not, you know, mm. doing what I do. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, you know. So let's, let's go. How did you get even get started, like, with entertainment or even pursuing this? Or is this something that you always wanted to do, pursuing entertainment? Yeah, well, you know, it's crazy. My mom put me in modeling when I was, like, four so I started modeling when I was four. Then I got super religious. Then I ended up, as an adult, moving to, um, when I was in Jacksonville, I was driving back forward to Miami, and I started working in Miami. What were you doing in Miami? And music videos. Commercials and music videos? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Any, any music videos that we would be like, oh, she was in that? Yeah, my first music video was um, Chris Brown, the um, Kiss Kiss video really <laughs> chris brown and t-pain <laughs> oh, okay where was you what was you doing in there well look I, hey you was like in the background or well, it was like a background then i had a scene they cut that out that, that scene out at the end with was lamborghini it was it was a cool set oh, okay and then from there i started working with um ethnicity models 
and she was pretty pretty big that day. He, you know, she had uh, like Esther Baxter. She had uh, what's her name now? She's on um, the big one of the biggest. The uh, what's her name? Melissa Ford. She had oh, all okay. those models. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So that video, and then it's when I she saw my professionalism on set. She started working with me every you know. So I would just be driving back and forth to Miami from Jacksonville, five hours. And really, yeah. Oh, okay. And your first music video was the Chris Brown one. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. I know. Okay. <laughs> and this was what year? What year are we talking? This had to be like two thousand and like nine, ten, something like that. Really? Like right before I ended up picking up and moving into uh, to Houston and then to LA. Yeah. Okay. And so two thousand nine. Um, nine-ish. Nine-ish. 2010 and then from there what other videos did you do after that do you rick remember ross yeah rick ross i did rick ross um it was it was a few videos back in back in miami and then i ended up doing a reality show so i moved around a little bit okay what reality show you do i don't remember i don't, I don't remember Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, okay, you gonna make me say it out loud? Yes, <laughs> you make me say it out loud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so I did for the love of Ray J. I honestly, I mean, even. <laughs> okay. I was doing yeah, and I was doing those videos, and I honestly applied as a joke. I was just like, oh, let me just see what happens. Boom, and then next thing you know, audition after audition, and I ended up having to fly to L.A. and then shoot that. So for really, the love of Ray J. Season two. You know what's so crazy is <laughs> I auditioned for um for the love of New York. New York, yes, oh, yes. What? And I actually you and Midget Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's the thing, I got the audition. They called me back and they wanted me. They was like, we have to do some kind of psychological testing. Yeah, you can move. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a deep process. Yes, they wanted like, me. It's to not do, easy. It's not. I was like, they want to do what? He was like, yeah, that we have to do a psychological background yep. to make sure that you're not crazy or nothing yeah. like that. And I was like, and it was, um, I think I got notified on a Friday and they wanted me to come in like a Monday or Tuesday yep. to take the test. And then I went to the Laugh Factory on that Sunday and I was asking all the comedians and uh, I think Pookie, I was like, man, should I do this or what should I do? <laughs> and Pookie was like, man, go in there and have fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Go in there and do it. And then for some reason... I didn't take his word or I, I, I still was questioning and I inboxed somebody. This is the dumbest thing I think I did. Oh, I inboxed somebody that was Steve Harvey's MySpace page or Facebook page. It was one of the was two. Was it MySpace or Twitter? Because that was like the Twitter days. Been it might have been Twitter. It might have been Twitter. <laughs> it might have been Twitter. And so I inboxed them and I was like, look, I got an opportunity to do uh, a reality show but i want to make my mark in comedy yeah and he was like don't do the tv do comedy worst advice ever because that could have propelled man (laughs) man and so once whoever messaged me back from from that page i took that advice and i didn't go through it so on monday i told him I, I didn't want to do it. Passed. Yeah. Passed on, I love New York, man. man. You could have been it or a Midget Mac. Man, me and Midget <laughs> Mac could have been Ace Deuce. We could have been boys. <laughs> man. Oh, that's hilarious. But, yeah, so for the love of Ray J, that was an experience. But then, yeah. Okay. How long the, did you did you go a couple of rounds on there on uh, for the love of Ray J? Yeah, I stayed. I, I, 
I stayed there for like a good month and a half. Oh, okay. How was how was Ray J? Like off with the high. cameras off. He was high all the time. High and just like you see him, like he's he's a straight narcissist. It's like cameras on me. What's going on? Unless you pleasing me, I'm not dealing with it. But he's always high. Really? They were rolling up and there's cameras everywhere. Those cameras do not shut off. Really? They don't shut off. People are like, oh, it's reality TV. It's fake. Nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I have PTSD to this day. I'm like. <laughs> really? I'm telling you. And But he was always high and then just, like, looking for the next. And he's still professional. Mm. But at the same time, I know they were smashing in there. It was, it was, it, it was a cool experience. What do you mean smashing? He was. Oh, he like, he, like at least five girls. And they're. I'm like, dude, you not y'all know the cameras are running. They can see y'all. Um, they can hear y'all with the boom mics. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Ray J was getting it in. He was getting it in all the way. God <laughs> damn. Okay. <laughs> Good luck, princess. <laughs> I'm like, I know what you're dealing with. I see in real life. God mm-hmm. dang. Okay. And so <laughs> once you go, when you go to L.A., do you fly back to Jacksonville or do you stay in L.A. or what do you do? Well, right now I'm in. Uh, I'm relegated to Houston because of the. No, I'm saying after. Um, oh, after Ray J. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I flew back to Houston for a little bit, and then I flew right back out because L. A. was just so much. It was opportunity. Mm, okay. So okay. I shot a movie in um, in Houston right before I left, and then shot straight to L. A. Oh, okay, okay, and that was like that two thousand twelve ish. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Literally. Really. New Year's Day, twenty twelve. God dang. <laughs> okay. And so when do you um when do you meet Billy? When does Billy come into the, in, into play? Right before I left for LA. So we were shooting a movie, we were shooting Because I Love You in Houston. And then after that, we was became friends and we we're like, "All right, well, what do you want to do?" I'm like, "I'm going to LA. I don't know what." And this is when LA. you was in Houston. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2011. Okay. So New Year's Day 2012, we shut up to LA and then so y'all met on the set of mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. uh, okay okay and then y'all just like alright let's pack up yeah we going to LA yeah that shit is crazy <laughs> that shit is crazy <laughs> I mean like, take me at the time I didn't have no kids I'm like look I know I'm not gonna be in Florida for the rest of my life I'm not gonna be back and forth to Miami I'm not gonna stay in Houston LA is where it's at, so let's pick up. And if you want to come, you can come. You can you can hop on a ride, but that's where I want to go. That's where I want to, you know. Where I so Billy was basically following you to LA. Yeah, and then he did. Had, he, did he have his own plan? Or well, yeah, because the day I went to pick him up, he had three other niggas pop it, <laughs> hop in the car with their suitcases. I'm like, well, who the? F- yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, was it EK? (laughs) Who else? Who else was with him? It was EK, Paul, Uh Jimmy, and then Billy. So I'm like, okay. So it's just supposed to be me and you. We supposed to be Bonnie and Clyde in this thing out. Who these niggas? (laughs) They coming too? Oh, okay. So it was like a whole. And then we ended up in a one bedroom with all these niggas. We're all together. Five. How many? Five. How, okay. So let, let's back up a little so bit. So we went from <laughs> two, like, hey, let's Bonnie and Clyde. Let's go to L.A. Let's pursue our dreams. To, like, sardines patting in the car, all just driving to L.A. from Houston. 
did y'all have any plans of when y'all got to LA? Like, okay, this is where we're gonna stay, this is the room, this is the situation. Or did y'all just like fuck it? See, here's how Billy works. I like to plan. Okay. And Billy likes to talk over you like, oh, no, no, man. I, you know, I got to figure that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's getting close to the date. Like, do we have an apartment? Hey, man. Hey, man. What I tell you? Spit <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're literally on our way to L.A. This is a 20-hour drive. I have no idea if we have a place to stay or not because Billy will not even revisit the conversation. It's like, what are we doing here? We pull up. And apparently, he had a friend that was like a person who had an apartment on Hollywood Boulevard. So we pulled up, and I was like, okay. And we all lived in one bedroom for months on end. Really? Yeah. Golly. (laughs) I remember. I remember. See, and I didn't know that y'all had just got there. (laughs) I remember going to that apartment. And shooting sketches there mm-hmm. in that one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, once y'all get there, y'all get settled. What happens from there? Like, are y'all going on auditions? Um, like, what? Take us through that time. Yeah. So we got there. Of course, they were shooting sketches. His um, videos started popping or whatever. But I was like straight. I got there. Found it acting agent commercial agent so i started working immediately like four weeks in so i started doing the commercials like the remy martin all that kind of stuff and then the royalties because the bills and so i was like all right so i'm paying bills and it was like but when i got home i'm stepping over all these people do you remember yes i do do you remember this layout i do okay everybody on the floor everybody there was no i remember there was no furniture it was only a desk (laughs) it was only a desk for a computer i remember i i remember this there was nothing okay Mm -hmm. there was one airbed and a desk and that was ek's workspace and then everything else was just like okay but I started booking booking the work, and then I would help pay the bills, and I'd be looking at Paul like, "Hey, all right, we need some soap, you need some deodorant, you you good? All right, we gotta get food." It was like I was like a house mom, mm-hmm. cause I was the only girl. Yeah, all these dudes, I'm the only girl. I'm like, what are we doing? And I started to get pissed at Billy. At that, it was at that point. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, dude. Yeah, it's supposed to be just us like rocking it out and like grinding and like getting to where we want to go, and then it's now it's like this all this responsibility. I'm like, so a house mom. Yeah. So once, once, once Billy and Ek and all of them got there, none of them was like, we gonna go to work or we gonna get a job until we figure this out, or they was just like, they were just cool Renegades. with. It was it was, but mostly it was Billy, you know. Come on, man. Why are you going to go to your regular job for? Subscribe. <laughs> Sound like Billy. <laughs> Sound like Billy. So it literally our house didn't turn into a house ever. It turns into a spaceship with, you know, computers and laptops and them trying to do the editing and all that kind of stuff. So it's like it was progress being made. But at the same time, it was just like the environment, the close proximity. And we're all like packed in mm. together. And I don't really know y'all like that still. 
So you didn't know Paul and EK? Because mm-hmm. I, I met, I met when I came along, I think Jimmy was, he stayed, he was there for a little while, but he left. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I remember. They were both dating Billy's sisters. Right. EK and Jimmy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I do remember that. Yeah. It was a whole situation that I got into and I was like what is going on here with so many like levels to it yeah see and I and and I'm gonna tell you life is about perspective yeah because from my point of view I thought you had already knew them and y'all came to LA and y'all had a plan and y'all was figuring all this shit out and y'all was just all right we just gonna grind until we somebody make it big yeah you know what I mean that's what I thought well, with me and Billy. Yes. And now, so all the I didn't extra know. people I had no clue about. Didn't know them from a can of paint. Goodness gracious. So how was it? I mean, I know you said you, you felt like a house mom. Mm-hmm. Um, at no point did you figure out, because you just really met Billy. Yeah. On at set. no point did you figure, like, you know what? Like, I got to get out of this or I, I'm I'm done. I did. I felt like that a lot of times. Okay. And why did you? Because uh, I'm not a quitter. Mm. I mean, as simple as that. No, that's a good quality. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And then my my being is like, okay, why is this not working? Let me try to like talk to you about it or what's your what's your backstory? Why are you why are you acting like this? Why do you always need people around? Why you can't be by yourself? Why can why is it always like a a quick talk and it's like a fast uh, like what what's going on? So I'm trying to like read him and and fix stuff because I'm like I don't want to quit on you and then you hear his story and you're like oh dang I can't just walk out like you know let me try to fix you you're like become almost like a fixer and so there was plenty of times where I was just like man this is not it but at the same time I was like I don't want to quit on you I don't want to like just give up on what I originally planned so kind of simple but complicated no no i get that i get that because billy has such big ambitions Mm -hmm. and so you want to see that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. is as somebody who worked with billy it's like he does have such big ambitions Mm -hmm. and you want to see that through yeah but at the same time there is no plan laid out there's There's nothing everything's off the whim yeah everything is just sporadic it's like Let's do this. It's impulsive, and I was like, I can't. I don't. I can't do this. Like that's how you operate, and it started to be to be draining. Mm. So Billy said he met you while you were stripping. At what, at what point were you stripping? <laughs> what were you stripping? Okay, first of all, let's talk about Billy's relationship with the truth. Okay, he's a very loose relationship. Talking to Mike, so we're talking oh, to Mike. He's a very loose relationship. You can pull it up too if you need yeah, to. Yeah, let me do that. Yeah, adjust it however you need to. Yeah, he has a very loose relationship with the truth. He tends to either magnify the situation or just like, oh no, not that. Because I love you was the movie that I did. Oh, okay, I play a stripper on there. That was 2011, right before we left. The 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 movie y'all did together yeah, in Houston. Yeah, because I love you. Okay. So it's like, okay, I don't know where that comment. I had never even heard him say that online. 
that he met me when I was a stripper. But I'm like, dude, that's what I played. And you can see it. It's on Amazon. Like, you can see me on the pole. Mm, okay. So is that it? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Billy is, is, is all over the place. Not to talk about him, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the, the information that he gives out or puts out is so convoluted and so mixed up. And so it's like, okay, yeah, that's true. But what is the truth? Mm. It's weird. So you, for the record, you never stripped like at a strip club, mm. okay? <laughs> no. Okay. At the most, I was a go-go dancer in L.A. Oh, uh, okay. I do remember. I, I <laughs> see. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. I did go-go dance. Okay. <laughs> okay. So hey, and that was a great workout. It was money. It was quick money because you know we would do for a living. You got to go on auditions. You got to have your day clear. All right, cool. I work three nights a week. Go-go dance. Yeah, I don't have to show anything. Yeah, Just yeah. put some booty shorts on and dance with these white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I do remember that. I do. Sure you do. I, Come on. Yeah, I remember we went to one of the clubs that you was working at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Okay. And so, um, because I, I want to go in chronological order, mm-hmm. and so. I remember that y'all moved from the one bedroom to the two bedroom, and at this point, um, we're still in Hollywood. Too. Yeah, we're still in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Same apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Jimmy leaves. Oh yeah. Jimmy leaves, and then you move into a two bedroom, and then uh, what was the manager's name? Oh, uh, rest his soul. Yeah. Um, uh, Dang, I can't remember his name at the moment. Reed. Reed. Mm-hmm. And then Reed moves from Houston to L.A. Mm-hmm. And y'all get a two-bedroom. But now it's one more person in the two-bedroom. And so for, let me paint the picture for y'all. Mm-hmm. And, and you tell me if I'm, if I'm skipping over something. Mm-hmm. So y'all moving to the one-bedroom to the two-bedroom. Mm-hmm. Now it's Reed, mm-hmm. E.K., um Paul and um who else is there now? Now it was you? Dre. No, cuz Dre came Oh, Dre came a little bit later. Yeah, Dre came a little bit later cuz I remember um when I had got into it with my little situation, I came and stayed oh, over you, there. Are you talking about when you stole the dog? Yes. Yes, <laughs> the dog situation. <laughs> yes, when I stole the dog. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, yeah. when I got into my situation, I came and slept on y'all couch, mm-hmm. and then probably within a month after that, I remember Dre, we coming to get Dre. Mm-hmm. So, now, listen, this is... It, I'm telling you. It's you a can, lot. You need a... Ch- we, we need a check chart. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm telling you. Because I remember now is it's, uh, Reed, he has his own room. Reed has his own room. Then you and Billy are sharing a room. Uh-huh. Then it's me, EK, and Dre in the living room yep. sleeping on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so it's, how many is that, six people? That's six. In a two-bedroom. And then Paul comes back for yeah, a little while. Came by, yeah, he came back for a little while. So that's seven. God. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, to paint the picture for everybody out there. It is all of us sleeping on the couch and floor, <laughs> as well as 
There is computer stations, yeah, editing bays, and there's all this stuff in this two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh my gosh. It was a whole situation operation. It yes. was nuts. Yes. But that's at the same time, that was like a most of our peers that Hollywood hustle mm-hmm. like we're coming out here we're trying to work like we, we all got a same a common goal but seven dudes and then me yes and and to be honest <laughs> with you I'm gonna speak from my point of view it was like Courtney's the little sister and we have to look out for Courtney but we working you know what I mean yeah. we we're all working yeah Courtney's the little sister everybody is taking care of making sure when Courtney come through the house, we gotta make sure we out the way. We'll make sure that we that we. That she, I was making signs, <laughs> and you critiqued me on one of my signs. I was I like, did. "Look, yes, you did." What I what I say? I was like, "Look, y'all need to clean these pots and pans and these dishes." Do you guys want another roommate? <laughs> exclamation point! Wait, exclamation point! Roaches are not roommates. <laughs> and then you came in, and instead of just being like, "Oh, you're like." There's a couple typos in here. I'm like, look, all right, Dante. All right, check the message. Clean these pots and pans up. And then I put them, I, I took them all. Do you remember that? The, took the pots and pans? And all the dishes and all the forks? Yes. Okay, so I took everything. I was sick and tired of it. Seven niggas. Yes. And y'all dirty. I took everything. They came home. They're like, why well, there's only two forks? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. It was two forks, two dishes, <laughs> two bowls, two cups. I put them things in a suitcase, hid them in the back of a closet. They came home like, yeah, dang, where are <laughs> Where's everything at? God dang. I was like, dang, I don't even know. Because mm. I was so tired. I know. I get it. I, I get it. I understand now. Yes. This makes more sense now. Yeah. Yeah. And this is probably, how long have y'all, how long, um, y'all were there at least a year, right? In LA like they, when y'all moved to the two bedroom? Yeah. For the two bedroom, at least a year. With Re, uh, Yeah, when Reed moved in. And then we went from there to Koreatown. And then we went from there to South Central. Mm. So, at what point do you and Billy actually get into a relationship? Because that was then, and you know what? That's a crazy question because we was in a relationship from the time we drove to from Houston to L.A. Really, New Year's Day, but nobody knew that because Billy and he asked me at, at the gas station. He said, "I want you to be my girlfriend." I was like, okay, all right, well, yeah. So from the time we were there, so the fact that you're asking me that question, just let me know everything I need to know. You even know he was in a relationship. No, so, because <laughs> here's the thing. I I thought that y'all had, when I met y'all, I thought y'all was already in a relationship. <laughs> but from from hearing the story now, I'm like, okay, so when did, at what point did they finalize, like, hey, we gonna be together, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was that was New Year's Day, twenty twelve, and that's when y'all decided at the gas station. Yeah, and then we got married October, twenty thirteen. 
Y'all were married in 2013? Yeah, we just didn't tell anybody. What? <laughs> Are you serious, Courtney? Yes. God damn. <laughs> Where were we at? Around? <laughs> Y'all just went to the courthouse? Yeah, we literally on the way back to go to Houston because it was October. I think um, he had a show or something like that. We was going to stay there through Thanksgiving or something, something weird. But, yeah, we went to the courthouse in uh, Koreatown. What? Yeah. So y'all been, y'all been married since 2013. Yeah. Damn, I never knew that. What? That's, see, this is nuts. I never knew yeah, that. of course. Well, you know, who are we dealing with? No Damn. one knew. No one knew anything. I'm thinking everybody knows, and I walk into a room, and they're like, oh, who, the, who the fuck is this? I'm like. I'm not knowing why the reactions are that way, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Who who was giving you those reactions? Like it was just rant. You know, when I, usually when when I walk into a room, it's like, hey, or if you're with someone, it's respect. When you walk into a room and you don't even feel anything, it's just, or they look at you like, why the fuck she here? Mm. It's a different vibe, and I'm like, okay, there's something something off. Mm. And what you're saying now makes sense because it, no one knew. Yeah. God dang. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Okay. Damn, I'd have no idea. That was that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So at what point does it turn bad between you and Billy? Cause I know I witnessed some some domestic violence shit mm-hmm. and me and Dre had to step in. Yeah. I, I remember that. So at, was that the first time? That, that that me and Dre witnessed it, or was it? Um, That's probably like the second or third. Really. And that time, oh man, you're, oh you talk, oh I remember that time. And then you had to take me to all the way to the garage, cause we had, you had to wake me up. That's crazy. Yeah. Ooh. That's deep. When when was that? You said that was the second or third time. Yeah, because there was times where, and and I don't want to talk about you know anything too personal, but when people get you to a certain point, and you feel like there's no like you know the mode, his mode of operation would be, I ask him about a question, and when I get too angry, I like to leave the situation. Just let me out. Just let me take a breathe. Let me just walk it off. But his mode of response was to block the door and keep me in there. And then that, it just keeps escalating. And so when that happened, I was, all I remember is I took a bar because that was Reed's room. That was Reed's old room. Mm Mm-hmm. And I held it up to, like, say, hey, don't touch me anymore. Like, try to, you know, intimidate. But then all of a sudden I walked up uh, or woke up and I saw you and Billy was trying to pour water down my mouth to wake me up. Mm -hmm. I remember that. And then you grabbed me and then you took me down to the garage to let me know I was safe. That's a crazy moment. Yeah. It was was me and Dre because... We didn't know. It was like in the middle of the night. 
so we didn't know we kind of we got woke up to a bunch of commotion mm-hmm. and all I remember is you were like like coming to mm-hmm. and me and Dre telling Billy like chill if she wants to leave let her let her go man mm-hmm. let her go and he was like no she don't need to go and I'm like dude mm-hmm. let her go like let her go man mm-hmm. when once once cooler hell cooler heads prevail mm-hmm. then y'all could come back and talk or right. whatever um but right now yeah it was too it was too intense yeah um and it was mostly and it's just simple basic it was just simple basic stuff you know you got your phone tucked you got this like my hand. like okay if we're in a relationship you ask me to be in this relationship what are we what are we doing where's the trust what are we doing and i would never just charge him up like what the it was mostly just like hey okay you're literally covering your phone with your foot or putting it in a pillow or like you sneaking off or you're leaving the house or you're doing this and, and it's like it's it was weird and i was like i have a right to question that if we're in a relationship and then it would be like you know the the responses and then it's like it, it just gets more intense and more intense and more intense to a point where it's like okay let me just leave mm-hmm. let me just take a break let me take a beat let me go out and regain my mind but he wouldn't want me to leave the room. It was like, nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, well, why? And then that becomes a tussle. And then I gotta prove myself like, hey, no, you, you can't just throw me around. So now I gotta, I gotta like pretend like I can like go forward. Was both of y'all, cause I don't want, <clears throat> what, I mean, here's what I wanna, here's what I, what I wanna explain. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to just put it where it's like, oh, all the the onus is on Billy. Of course. Were you, were you being physically violent as well? At certain points, absolutely. Okay. It goes back and forth. And then sometimes what I realize is you can get be you can be the most peaceful person, but if someone pushes you to that point, eventually it's like you snap. And it's like, "Hey, dude, like just let me out the room." Mm. And that's usually what it would be. Just let me out so I can go be peaceful and come back and we can talk about this like adults. Yeah. So was yours, was more yours, is more your frustration or anger was coming from him trying to hold you or trying to stop you from doing something and then you would lash out? Is that? It, it was that and also I don't like when people try to play me mm. and play with my intelligence. I know what I'm seeing. I know what I'm like. I know what I saw. I know your actions. I know I know the situation. Don't try to play me. When you try to play me, that's going to piss me off. That's when I need to go walk. Mm. Yeah. Cuz you're trying to play me for stupid. Don't don't play my intelligence. And so but the only time it would get violent like that would be when you're blocking me in and you don't let me just go get my peace and then we could talk about it cuz he don't, he don't, you don't want to talk about it. You want to keep covering up and and go into five different subjects and to, to like make my mind be like, okay, well, what were you even, what were we even talking about in the beginning? Oh, oh, confusion. It's confusion. It's all that. And that's what I had to say. Okay. 
this is not this is not real this is not, this is toxic mm. you want to cause confusion for what you don't want to be honest for what and you want to create confusion and chaos it's always confusion and chaos and I can't operate like that yeah and is that one of the reasons because you're saying that you know you're not a quitter is that kind of one of the reasons why you stay with him so long? Is because you like, I don't want to give up or I'm not a quitter. I want to see this all the way through. It was that I'm not a quitter. I wanted to see it all the way through. I wanted to see him do better. But also at the same time, I, w- I also had a need to prove to people like, especially my family, I didn't make a bad decision. Mm. So it was more so like, okay, I know this is going on, but I'm telling you, you know, he it, he really is a good guy. <laughs> it's trying to prove yourself. It's all these different levels. And when you stay in that situation, and it's like you're trying to prove to everybody else, like, no, 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 I got this. Or also, I can help you realize what's wrong with you, and then we can be good. Mm. It's like this whole, it's, it's so many different levels to it. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. And then <clears throat> from there, how long do you guys stay in L.A.? What was that, like nine, ten years? So from 2012 to? 20... 2020? Literally, like 2012. Almost, yeah, because we got out at, well, 2018 was when I moved from L.A. Okay, and you, you where did you move to? Jacksonville. Oh, okay, okay. Temporarily. Okay, so you moved from L.A. and you went to Jacksonville from in 2018? Yeah. Okay, and Billy was still in, in L.A.? Yeah. Okay. Why the big why the, why the big gas? I know where this is going. Okay. No what? <laughs> or maybe you don't. It was a lot. It was a lot going on in 2018. And so when um, 2018, it got to the point where, um, and I don't want to talk, say anything or 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 insinuate anything, but there were certain situations that were not conducive to our relationship, and he would get very angry. And I got ended up in the ICU, so I moved back to Jacksonville. And then when I got back to Jacksonville, I started trying to rebuild my life, and then that's why we ended up kind of in Florida and then doing that type of thing. Yeah, because I remember, um, I, I don't know why I thought y'all was in South Carolina. Did y'all open up a club? Like a oh, that was in Jacksonville. That was in Jacksonville? Yeah, he was trying to, like, get back in my good graces. Yeah, yeah. So that was, like, 2018 or 2019. Yeah. Okay. And y'all opened up a club. I was Billion like. Cocos, yeah. I was like, the how they, I, Yeah, like, what they doing way over there? I thought y'all was still in L.A. Yeah, yeah. No, he was back and forth in L.A. Okay. And then, um, yeah, after I was in the ICU, I just stayed in my family. I stayed with my family in Florida. Okay. Can you talk about what happened? Why you? How did you end up in the ICU? Um, legally. <laughs> <laughs> legally, I can tell you a little bit, but um, his um, habits 
turned into rage. And those rages, those rage moments put me in the ICU. So I woke up. I had, you know, broken arm, um, fractured thumb, um, fractured jaw, couldn't speak. So I ended up in back in Jacksonville. Then when he came to get his family back, um, the idea was to establish something in Jacksonville because he knew that was important to me. Because I was like, I've been in L.A. with your friends. I've been in Houston with your family. I want to be with my family now, my mom and dad in Jacksonville. And I'm not hearing what you're talking about. And I was still recovering from broken arm, you know. And so I was like, all right, if you're really serious about, you know, getting your family back, let's, you know, if you want to come back here, that's fine. But I'm not going back to L.A. and I'm not going back to Houston. Mm. And so he kind of made a plan. I put him in touch with some people. And then we made Billy and Coco's and started the business. And then from there, he started, you know, doing, um, got in contact with my people in Jacksonville, got his radio job, and then, you know, moved around a little bit. But that was why we ended up in Jacksonville. And then um, I had to recover. You mean physically recover? Like, Oh, yeah. mm. Physically, mentally, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you know, um, like, I know Billy has talked about this already. Did you know about his drug habit? Did you of know course. anything about that? See, I found out um, in 2000, it has to be in either 12 or 13 that I found out. But he told me about it, but it wasn't like he was doing it in front of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, how bad did it get? Like his, do you know? Well, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll put it like this. So I consider myself to be a married single mother. Mm. Okay. So he's in his office, door closed 24-7, and that's that was it. That's all he did, all day, every day. And... We never lived alone, and the people that he would bring in and out were contributors, I'll say that for legal reasons, to the habit. So they're providing, and and he's in his office all day. I wouldn't see him. It could be 24-7, and he'd either gone or just sitting in the office. And it got to the point where it the paranoia it was it got really bad it was like a paranoia like a coke rage like a paranoia Mm -hmm. to where everybody's out against me and this is what i gotta do and i gotta do it all day 24 7 locked in a room locked in his office Mm. i'm saying a lot right now (laughs) because i'm giving you a lot of information but that was my reality wow wow okay yeah i mean that is See, I never knew how bad it was because 
Um, and I, and I always I, I would always hear like comedians when we be like in groups. Yeah, it's like a, a fun situation. But yeah. this was a daily, all day, every day. Goodness, see, and I, like more than anything, um, I hope Billy gets like help with that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because he reached out to me probably a couple of months ago. One one of our friends, uh, comedians, uh, Fuquan Johnson. He, he passed from, from mm-hmm. doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And so he reached out to me like, hey, man, I want to just say apologize for everything I've done. And we would just, just start reminiscing on, like, yeah. Foo and how you got introduced to Foo and all that. Yeah. And so I don't wish anything bad happened to, to him. You know what I mean? Um, and to you either. Because I'm going to tell you, Courtney, the it was a video that Billy put out where it, mm-hmm. it had you looking crazy. Oh yeah, the garage video. Yes. Yeah, I was what, locked in the garage. What happened? What he locked you in the garage? Yeah. So we had a um, a one day visitation because I'm I'm dealing with lawyers. I'm dealing with a lot of stuff, legal stuff. He locked me in. Okay, woke me up out of my sleep. Was mad that I didn't want to go in. Okay, I'm telling you some deep shit now. Okay. He was mad that I didn't want to go to bed with him because I, at this point I had already left the house. I'm already gone. We're not seeing, like, we're, we're done, totally. Mm-hmm. But the lawyers set up a visitation, and when I went to go pick them up, he kept them. So his requirement was like, no, you, if you want to see the kids, and I couldn't do anything legally or police-wise. Police couldn't do anything unless you have papers. Got to wait on the, le- the the legal team to have papers to go, you know, do anything, even though so much stuff. So when I said, okay, the judge said verbally, you have six hours with your kids. He kept them past the six hours, kept them. And I said, this is not what the agreement is. They're used to being with me. I need to see my kids. The only way you want to see your kids is you come into my house I said, okay. When I go there, I sleep on the couch. He got a little bit angry, like, why, you don't want to sleep in the bed with me? Because at this time, he was still, like, trying to press the situation. Like, so you you really done? Like, <laughs> so he woke me up out of my sleep, like, so you're not going to get in the bed? I said, no. <laughs> 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 no. And I see where you're going with this. Let me just go. I try to go out through the garage. He already has everything unplugged. This, the, 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 the manual garage door is not working. I don't even know where it is because I always just press the button. Mm. And so when I go to the garage, I'm walking up out of my sleep. Billy's trying me. Oh, so you don't want to talk to me? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm finna leave. Go into the garage can't press the button for 10 minutes straight i'm getting called yeah bitch yeah and berated for at least 10 minutes straight and that's a long time in a freaking hot garage Mm -hmm. by the time i turn around because he he took my keys took my um took all the stuff that i had brought there by the time i turn around i was just like okay i'm like jingling stuff i'm doing this and I'm like, okay, let me out, let me out. 
I turn around, he's got the camera on me, and I was like, and against my better judgment, I was just like, fuck the camera. Give me my shit, <laughs> like, let me out of here. Because the whole time, he's like, yeah, bitch, you so stupid, you can't even open a garage, you can't even open a garage, yeah, look at you, look at you. The whole time, just berating me, I'm like, it was just so messy, and I was like, that's why I'm, I'm trying to leave and trying to keep the peace. And so when you see that turn around, I'm turning around back, and I look crazy. And then he tried to make a scene. Oh, she's on drugs. No, you locked me in the fucking hot garage mm. for 10 minutes and berated me and called me a bitch and a hoe and this and that for 10 minutes straight. And all I'm trying to do is just leave and just keep the peace. You do that? And then he posted it. All I saw was the camera, and I said, oh, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for even reacting. But at the same time, it was like, okay, well, you did that. Then he makes the caption, oh, she's on drugs, and she's this, and she's that. I'm like, sir. Were you like, doing, those were, were you, the blows. Were you doing drugs at the time? No. Mm, okay. Mm-mm. By this time, we didn't had drug tests. We didn't have five meetings with the lawyers. We've been on. We've been online with the the judge and everything. We've. I had to get my whole hair cut out for the judge to take drug samples because that's how deep it was. Wow. God dang. Yeah. Yeah. It was deep. I always wondered, like, how how did. How did all y'all drama get online for everybody? From Billy. From everybody to see. Was, what was the first video that he posted where it was like, where it, everybody was now in y'all business? I didn't post anything. It was Billy, and then at first, I think it started with D-Lay. Okay. His, his beef with D-Lay, and that went Do you know what Do you know what that was about? Because... <laughs> See, that is the whole, like I want to I want to get your perspective because that is a whole spider web of it's a spider web of uh, just a bunch of like go ahead <laughs> okay so here's here's I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you from from my perspective mm-hmm. right I remember seeing a post from Delay. Um, that's saying you know he's no longer gonna be a part of um of Did the you sh- miss me? yeah he's never he's not gonna longer gonna be a part but he's gonna start his own thing blah 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 and it was like okay dang what happened mm-hmm. and um that was it that's all the news mm-hmm. we got about about the show and then I seen people started commenting like why what happened we love the show blah 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 mm-hmm. and then the next thing I seen is him online with uh, with another friend of ours, Derek. And then this one, he said that y'all had been swinging and that D-Lay had performed some oral sex on him. <laughs> and so that's when they, oh shit, that's when, the, that's when everybody got involved. was like, what the fuck happened? What, wait, what's going on? So <laughs> explain, can you, from your perspective, mm-hmm. what actually... Do you know anything that took place as, as far as the show, or was that in, intertwined with y'all swinging? So, 
that has nothing to do with delay being disrespectful towards me or anything like that. Well, how it, did he, what did he do? What did delay do towards you? Well, what he put, well, what Billy put out was like a message that said like, "Hey, you want to fly out?" or something like that. Mm, okay. One of those messages, he put that up, and that's where he says the beef came from. But really, it was more so. Billy's, Billy's relationship with the truth, like I said, is so loose because it was no beef before Billy got into his paranoia. They were brothers, him, Kevin, like this, everything was going good. So I don't, I don't know really where that came from unless it was something behind it scenes like work wise because I would hear Billy say I don't know how D-Lay's getting all these followers I don't know how D-Lay's doing this I don't know how he's making this money on Facebook I don't know and I, I and I'm maybe I'm talking too much but I feel like that was where the bud came from because there was really nothing going on that they should be so angry with each other about now what was the second thing that you had? So it seems like it seemed like to to I guess to the mass public that the beef came from, and I forgot about that. That you and Delay y'all were swinging or whatever y'all were doing, and then Delay tried to go behind mm-hmm. Billy's back and fly you somewhere or something like no, that. No, 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 that never happened. Delay, okay, so Delay was like. We like okay. If me and Billy got into it, it was almost like you. It was like, hey man, like, can you talk to your brother? Like, <laughs> it's about to go down, and I'm trying to calm myself down. That was the relationship that we had. Mm. Never talked outside of that. Me and Kevin, cool. Never Delay's never tried me. He's never tried to come up, come at me sideways. And neither has Kevin. And so it's weird. It was weird, and I, I knew that was induced by something else because he's never tried me like that. Mm. Even in wild, crazy Hollywood moments, mm-hmm. he's never done anything to be disrespectful or come at me sideways or say anything like, oh, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing like that. So it was weird for me to see that, and then the gay stuff where did that come from did you ever witness anything like that I have not I can't confirm or deny but I do have (laughs) (laughs) okay go ahead go ahead but I do have a recording of Billy and I told you I'll send that to you of Billy saying he was making a lot of that stuff up. Billy, like I said, he has a very loose relationship with the truth. And he's on a recording saying a lot of the stuff he said was not true just to hurt Delay for just simply not wanting to be a part of whatever he had going on. And it was it was weird. All right, go ahead. Yeah. So, he, 
he just said he was just making all this up to get back at D-Lay? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what? I figured that. Mm-hmm. I, I I figured that because it it didn't see. It seems like it seemed like Billy was saying anything mm-hmm. just to try to get a confrontation between him and Delay, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of figured that from the jump. Yeah, I kind of figured that from the jump, and I'm like, I know Delay is a very charismatic dude. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a fun loving dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I just didn't see that and, and that happening like that. And um Delay's mad at me right now though. He is. Why? Because <laughs> when he was on the phone or when he was on FaceTime with um with Derek or Billy when Billy and Derek was on FaceTime, um I made a, I did a video and I made a joke and I was like, you know how Delay does those videos where he's like um this nigga here or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did a video mocking that. Mm-hmm. And so I guess D-Lay was mad at me for that because he was like, I guess from from everybody else that I'm here, I haven't talked to D-Lay. I reached out to him a couple of times. But oh, yeah. it, it was like, like I, I guess he knew that I knew it wasn't true, but mm-hmm. I was egging it on and making mm-hmm, jokes about mm-hmm, it. So mm-hmm. he's mad at me. But I'm like, Look, man, I was joking around. I don't know what the fuck y'all was going on or what the fuck was happening. But, you know what I mean? Whatever. And so he's still mad at me about that. But I kind of figured that from the jump that it had something to do. I, and, and this is just from my own experience working with Billy, that it has something to do with the finances. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, yeah, this don't sound like they fell out because of whatever situation y'all had. Mm-hmm. It felt like something different in the finances because I've me. I'm telling you, I don't know if you know this, Courtney, but me and Dre, um, and I want to say maybe EK, we were doing those videos for mm-hmm. that uh, one network in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bite size? Bite? No, no, it wasn't bite size. It was Medio? a Mevio. Mevio. Mm-hmm. We were doing those videos for for Mevio, and I think it was like Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Y'all had went back to Houston and Billy was like, yo, man, I want you to go buy me VO and uh, pick up a check for me for those videos. I'm like, OK, bet. The check was for fifty thousand dollars. They gave twenty five thousand dollars first. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, mail it to me or send it to me because we're going to be y'all was gone for like a month or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. Um he got the, he because he had to cash it because it was in his name in his name, and he was gonna give us our cut. He gave me three hundred dollars, and he gave Ek and and uh, I think he gave Ek and Dre one hundred and fifty dollars a piece. And so at that moment, I was like, "Oh no, nah, I can't!" Like, yeah, this is fucked up. Like, in no way. What? Yes. How much was the original check? It was that that one check was twenty five that I got, but it was they were gonna break it up in two checks, fifty thousand dollars. So if it's fifty grand to spend through everything, he gave what three hundred? He gave me three hundred. Yeah, come on now. And I don't know. Okay. I want to say he gave Dre and Ek one hundred and fifty dollars. And that's why Dre used to be having attitudes. Yes. <laughs> and it was like, nigga, 
We, I mean, we trying to get off your fucking couch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the way this money is being broken up, we're going to be here forever. <laughs> it's, funny. it's funny, but it's not funny. Man. Like, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know I'm, the budget I, was that big. Man. And you, I was using my royalties to, t- to pay for bills for all y'all. Like, I'm telling you. Listen. I was getting like four grand every other week. And I'm like, all right, Paul, what you need? Deodorant? What you Like, what are we doing? Listen. And so at that moment is when Yo. I was like, yeah, I got I to gotta be out. Yeah. Because this is not paying off. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're, we're doing all this work to get some money. Yeah. But the money is not being broken up mm-hmm. fairly. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how long Dre stayed after that. But I was like, yeah, I got to be out. Yeah, well, that makes sense because Dre did get mad because we went to, like, um, I think we went to, I don't know, we went to Fogo or some some place, and we brought back leftovers, and Dre was mad for, like, years. Like, man, y'all went out to eat and didn't bring me nothing. And I was like, well, dang, we just went on a date. But now that makes sense. Yeah. Because he knew where that money was coming. Yes. And no. I and, and, and I think... Because I think Drake, Drake was from here, from Dallas, and y'all yeah. went back. You, EK, everybody left yeah. for the holidays. Everybody left. Yeah, everybody yeah. left. I was there by myself. Yeah. And so I was the only one that could pick up the check. And oh so one, once I picked it up, and then once we all came back um, from the holidays, I ended up telling Dre. And from that point on, Dre was like, yeah, man, I got to. I got to move on. And Dre was a, mm-hmm. a, a dope videographer, yeah. editor. Like, he was super dope. You know he, what I mean? He's still dope. Yes. And so I was like, Billy, you had all this at the palm of your hands, mm-hmm. and we would have did anything to. Right. All of us would have. We would have did anything to make sure that you was seen in a good light. Yeah. But when the money come back, let's break this up evenly. Let's break this up evenly so we can all, you know what I mean, benefit from it. Right. He wasn't doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you live and you learn, and then you just move on, and then hopefully it's less pressure on me because <laughs> he, he went publicly at y'all. Because <laughs> he can't. <laughs> he can't. Like he, he really every can't. day I was waking up like oh man what next oh like my <laughs> god okay I'm a scammer I'm this I'm nah 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 that it was all sorts of stuff and I was like this is crazy and it's cra- and it's crazy because I never knew all these stories even while we was living in the same pros- you know proximity mm-hmm. I never knew any of these stories I never knew what was going on behind the scenes I was just like all right that's his friends da, 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 and what are you doing. And that's why, that's why, um, well, not, not, this is even before, but I was like, I can't trust Billy. And one of the reasons why, one of the reasons why I was like, I can't trust him is because you remember we were working for Bite Size? (laughs) I I started doing my own show. It was called Rolling with Dante. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I started doing my own show because I was like. I need something of my own to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And one day out of the I blue. I remember that. One day out of the blue, Billy came in. And he was like, hey, Dante, I bought you uh, your um, web address. I was like, huh? He was like, yeah, I bought you your web address. So so now you can start your website and blah, blah, blah. And right in that moment, I was like, 
why the fuck did you why would you need to buy a, my web address control and that's what that's exactly i was like siri plague yes oh. and so <laughs> and, and so he put it under my first and last name but like my first and last name dot com I don't use oh. my last name for yeah. anything. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I was like, why the fuck would he do this? Like, oh, he trying to, like, if I want to make my website, he want to be the owner of the mm-hmm. website. And I was like, nah, fuck that. Like, nah, I don't need it. Appreciate it, though. Yeah. And I, I, from that point on, I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't trust him. Yeah. Cause it's just, you know, it's just navigating through it. He told me the other day, he said, he said, yeah, um, Cause I'm shooting a movie in, in in Houston. He don't know that. So whenever this comes out, <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm shooting a movie, and uh, you know, the girl that's gonna play you." I was like, "Play me?" The like, huh? And he was like, "Um, I was like, you can't you can't use my likeness or my name." He was like, "I own Coco Sabrells." I was like, "You own what? <laughs> I own that." Sorrells, I own that. I'm like, so you really feel like you're really doing this? <laughs> you really like trying to like take control? Like it's crazy. And I said, well, great thing. My la- my real last name is not Sorrells anymore. Mm. But actually, can you start her and papers so they can be legit? Like so much, so much attached. Man, it is. How how are the the kids doing through all this? They're confused a little bit, but they're doing good. They're doing good, surprisingly, because I've never been through this. My my mom and dad, they've been married for years and years and years. I've never been through divorce. I've never been through breakups or seeing like stuff like that. And so for them to see, you know, mommy and daddy. And then again, like I said, I was a married single mom. So they're really not used to us all being in the house together. Mm. So it's kind of like a a smooth almost transition but I just you know I hope they don't get fucked up in the head like due to like the public stuff that he's been putting out Mm. cause that's gonna affect them and that's the only thing I don't like come at me but you know our girls are gonna be able to see this once they get 5-10 years however this shit does not get you know erased off the internet they're going to be able to see all of this that you're putting out and so that was my only thing like say what you want to say about me but privately don't do that so when our daughters get older and my stepdaughters they can already read Mm. so they're looking at it Mm -hmm. they can see it yeah so it's 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 crazy but they're doing good so far well good they're doing pretty good good would you um would you ever get married again? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound convincing at all. No. <laughs> I yeah, I would I would. I'm the type of person where I don't I don't bleed like my old bull crap to another relationship. Like I still have hope. Like there's somebody out that God has placed. Okay. As a mate. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and so I'm I'm glad you're getting back into the acting, and and um, can you talk about the movie that you're doing now? Oh yeah, so I'm on a movie. Um, 
it's Joe Joseph Elmore. So it's going through Maverick. It's it's a dope movie. It's a um Maverick. That's a LeBron James company, right? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. But Maverick it, Maverick is the uh, the production company, so they're they, okay. They're budgeting it out, but um, Joel Moore he he's worked with me before, and he really believes in me. So I got cast. They had to do casting auditions, all this kind of stuff, and they cast me as the main role. So I'm excited about it. Okay. So it's a dope. It's a dope movie. Okay. What when when can we see it? When will it be out? I'm not sure. We're still shooting. Oh, okay. So I'm literally in like oh, okay. I'm still in character. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I gotta fly back to Houston tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. And get back into character. But no, it's been it's been dope. Like since I left, you know, it was like a trial period. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm out in the world. <laughs> but um everything's been good. Like progress and then we've been shooting for two weeks we'll be shooting for another four weeks so um in houston so it's, it's a good it's a dope project okay okay yeah. and the, the project that me and the director did last was is already on amazon prime so what's the name of it because i love you okay yeah so they can find that and then we'll we'll be working on this new project and we have some really dope stuff going on and then um Shannara, okay. So, what's that? It's what's a your... Houston. It's a Houston movie. So Shannara Butler, she's signed on. Shannara Butler, Pimp C's wife. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a super Houston movie base. Oh, okay. So it's gonna be dope. Like she's she's signed on. A lot of people signed on. It's gonna be really dope, and I'm really excited about it because I'm like, dude, I've been raising kids and dealing with, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm back in the game and it's fun. Yes. And, and, and it's and. I'm, I'm really excited about it. So well, good, yeah. good. We're happy for you. Um, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you in a better space mentally, <laughs> physically. Like seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Thank you. Um, I really, I really wish the best for you and Billy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Even though Billy has some stuff you need to work out, and I'm sure I always wish the best. I'm sure you probably have some stuff you need to work out. Like I really would love to see y'all um just in a better space mm-hmm. you know what i mean it doesn't have to be with each other but you know just in a better space absolutely um on your own individually so yeah yeah and i i i invited billy to come on and speak his piece and who knows you know what i mean what you know what i mean so thank you Dale. thank you though thank, thank you, you. Though. where um how can people get a hold of you if they want to book you for anything yeah, you know, I started the um, I am, I am Courtney Camaro. I, I just had to explain, mm, switch my name. Mm, okay. So I am Courtney Camaro on uh, IG, and then I'll have my website. The same, everything's the same, Courtney Camaro. Okay. Um, and so yeah, you can do that, and then um, I'll give you all the stuff that you can. Link in on the graphics. Yeah, all kind of all our information like will be in the description below. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. thank I'm you. I'm glad. To, I'm your uh, congratulations. Thank you. Because this space is dope. Thank you. Because we know where we came from. Yes. We, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So congratulations. This is dope. Thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yo, man. Thank y'all for tapping in uh, to the Tap In Podcast, Courtney. Thank you again. Um, Make sure y'all like, subscribe, share this video. 
This has been the Tap In Podcast. Holla.